I'm Stephen Gregory Smith. And I'm Matt Connor. Gather around the campfire, everyone. It's time for the, the Connor, Connor and Smith, Smith Show. Tell us a story. Wow, that was quite impressive and unexpected. Well, you know, I was just thinking to myself, <clears throat> we need something snappy. And what says snappy more than snaps? Than a snap. <laughs> okay. So what are, we, what are we talking about today? I have no. I'm clueless. I'm I'm clearly just here to respond to it, things. It is short attention span Sunday. This is our uh, will be our last short attention span Sunday uh, of this season, season two, coming to a wrap. Um, Speaking of wrap, it's Halloween. Time to unwrap the candy. That's right. That's right. Um, we have just one special broadcast tonight. <clears throat> Uh, at 7 p.m., it will go live on our Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere you listen. Uh, it is our modern recreation of the War of the Worlds, um, set right here in Arlington, Virginia. Um, I know there's been a high terror, like threat thing imposed on the area. Uh, so that's kind of spooky. This is not part of that. So when you're listening to the podcast later, but that's not what's happening. It's not podcasts aren't this. This War of the Worlds was recorded weeks ago and sound mastered and all this kind of stuff Andrew Nason with a few live things happening Sunday night sure right sure yet. sure but Andrew Nason worked on those sections of it um, and we give him thanks for that uh, so heightened terror has nothing to do with our evening broadcast do remember that please um, but today I uh, just want to f- really quickly have some fun talking about the actual history of Halloween um, you know, the tradition originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. I think I'm saying that right. It could be wrong. That's how they pronounced it on the real Ghostbusters cartoon in the 80s where he was a character. Um, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off ghosts. In the 8th century, Pope Gregory III designated November 1st as a time to honor all saints. Soon, All Saints Day incorporated some of the traditions of Samhain. The evening before was known as All Hallows' Eve, and later, Halloween. Over time, Halloween evolved into a day of activities like trick-or-treating, carving jack-o'-lanterns, festive gatherings, donning costumes, and eating treats. S'mores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that is uh, the, where it all started. So all November 1st, All Saints' Day was first, and then this became like Christmas Eve. Basically, yeah. 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 Although I called the night before Halloween Halloween Eve, but maybe that's wrong. Well, I think it should be called Sanam Eve. Sanama? I think it should be called Sanheim Eve. Sondheim, yes. Sondheim Eve. Um, so, bum, Halloween. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> that's the theme for Halloween Eve. Bum, 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 bum. Where did you get your candy? Bum, 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 bum. There's Say, somebody to get you, it? Barbara. Um, bum, 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 bum. <laughs> so Halloween comes to America. The celebration of Halloween was extremely limited in colonial New England because of the rigid Protestant belief systems there. And the lack of chocolate. However, Halloween was much more common in Maryland and the southern colonies. Isn't that interesting, right where we are-ish? Wait, Maryland and the southern colonies, meaning that Maryland was not a southern colony? It it was. It was part of the Confederacy. So why wouldn't they just say the southern colonies? 
I guess it's probably from where you immigrated from and brought the tradition with you. Huh. Um, as the beliefs and customs of different European ethnic groups and the American Indians meshed, a distinctly American version of Halloween began to emerge. The first celebrations include play parties, which were public events held to celebrate the harvest. Neighbors would share stories of the dead, tell each other's fortunes, dance, and sing. Huh. Um, fun fact, did you know most uh, more people are buying costumes for their pets? Americans spent $490 million on costumes for their pets in 2019, more than double what they spent in 2010. We don't do that with the boys. We tried once, it lasted five minutes, we got a photo, it was done. They ripped them off each other. Well, and that's, I was just going to say, that's what happens. The two of them put something on, then they try to kind of eat it off of each other, and then it just be, look, it's just a mess. Yeah. Uh, colonial Halloween festivities also feature the telling of ghost stories and mischief-making of all kinds. By the middle of the 19th century, annual autumn festivities were common, but Halloween was not yet celebrated everywhere in the country. In the second half of the 19th century, American, America was flooded with new immigrants. These new immigrants, especially the millions of Irish fleeing the Irish potato famine, helped to popularize the celebration of Halloween nationally. Um, and now the history of trick-or-treating. Do you have all your candy, everybody? Because there's not much left. Yeah, um, we got it. We got candy. We, we have too much candy. Please make sure you come to our house. Um, Borrowing from European traditions, Americans began to dress up in costumes and go house to house asking for food or money. Hey, why didn't we keep that? Door to door money begging, you could bring in quite the haul. Yeah, I guess so. Wow. But now, I mean, honestly, who has cash? Right, you would get a penny. You'd go around and be like, hi, Venmo? May I, may I have a hey, hey penny? Um, do you like my costume? Venmo me. Cash If out. you like my costume, a hey penny will do. If you haven't got a hey penny, then Venmo. Uh, me. You. <laughs> um, the practice I, eventually. What? Why am I making up random songs? You're very jingly tonight. I am. Um, a practice that eventually became today's trick or treat tradition. Young women believed that on Halloween they could divine the name or appearance of their future husband by doing tricks with yarn, apple parings, or mirrors. Boy, they really lived it up back so in the day. So you could trick the husband into marrying you? No, the, divine the name or appearance of their future husband. So they're just trying to find out who oh, they're going to marry. Oh, oh, In the late 1800s, there was a move in America to mold Halloween into a holiday more about community and neighborly get-togethers than about ghost pranks and witchcraft. At the turn of the century, Halloween parties for both children and adults became the most common way to celebrate the day. Parties focused on games, food of the season, and festive costumes. Parents were encouraged by newspapers and community leaders to take anything frightening or grotesque out of Halloween celebrations. Because of these efforts, Halloween lost most of its superstitious and religious overtones by the beginning of the 20th century. Interesting. Halloween parties. By the 20s and 30s, Halloween had become a secular but community-centered holiday with parades and town-wide Halloween parties as the featured entertainment. Despite the best efforts of many schools and communities, vandalism began to plague some celebrations in many more communities during this time. By the 1950s, town leaders had successfully limited vandalism and Halloween had evolved into a holiday directed mainly at the young. 
Due to the high numbers of young children during the 50s baby boom, parties moved from town civic centers into the classroom or home where they could be more easily accommodated. By uh, between 1920 and 50, the centuries-old practice of trick-or-treating was also revived. The trick-or-treating was a relatively inexpensive way for an entire community to share the Halloween celebration. In theory, families could also prevent tricks being played on them by providing the neighborhood children with small treats. Thus, a new American tradition was born and has continued to grow. Today, Americans spend an estimated $6 billion annually on Halloween, making it the country's second largest commercial holiday after Christmas. So that's not really surprising. No. Look at all the money spent. Uh, Well, like tomorrow night, we will see uh, costumes and candy and all kinds of decorations. And it is, I mean, Thanksgiving is a big deal, but it's really just about buying food. Family dinner, yeah. It's It's not about dressing up or decorating. Yeah, I mean, between buying the candy, buying the costume, buying the decorations... Buying more decorations after the squirrels eat the first round of decorations. Yeah, that's another podcast. Uh, The squirrels are eating the lights outside and taking them back to their nests to build a stronger nest. I guess so. Um, But that's a a short history of Halloween for you. Um, We will be right back. From award-winning journalist and author, Michael Lee Pope, The Ghosts of Alexandria. His spellbinding book tells of historical intrigue, the brutal beginnings of a port city, romances that end in tragedy, restless spirits like the tomb of the female stranger who's said to haunt Gadsby's tavern, and the three falling ghosts of the Carlisle House. Explore the supernatural journey of the Ghosts of Alexandria, available at ArcadiaPublishing.com. For generations, people in Fairfax, Virginia have heard tales of the Bunny Man. Now, Bunny Man Brewing offers a tasty array of high-quality microbrews with a rotation of unique flavors. Come by to have a sample and maybe even catch a glimpse of the legendary hopper. But bring a friend, because you don't ever want to drink alone. Check our hours and see what's on tap at BunnyManBrewing.com. have enjoyed uh, this season two. We have over doubled our listenership, especially in the past week. It's been crazy. Um, yeah, what is that about? Uh, the Connor and Smith Show hashtag has been seen by about 20,000 people on TikTok. Um, that's nuts. Uh, we're, we're so, so uh, appreciative of the... Um, following and and sharing and everything else you've done and the merch and all of it um we're super happy with everything remember we have and now give us a treat before we do a trick (laughs) we have two new merch items in the store one is for our finale uh later today it's a war of the worlds t-shirt but wait there's more there is one more bonus episode coming your way um, from season two. It is 
not the closing, but let's say the epilogue of season two. It is going to be on November 5th, which is Guy Fawkes Day, uh, bonfire night to some. And it seemed a fitting way to end this campfire season. Oh, yeah. Um, and it features Katie Fly, the actress, British actress, who lives here in the D.C. area. The famous Katie Fly. And we'll be talking about a, a very um, little-known cold case called the Carblaze murder that took place on a Guy Fawkes night and how Katie ties into that through something she saw. She wasn't alive during the murder. That was, like, a long time ago. But something supernatural. Um, Super fascinating. So you don't want to miss that. Um, and you don't want to miss the War of the Worlds tonight, and you don't want to miss either of those T-shirts that commemorate the, this this great, fantastic end to Season 2. Please check them out. The merch link will be in the description. As always, if you want to learn more about us, visit www.connorsmithmusicals.com. That's Connor with an E-R. Catch us on Facebook under Connor and Smith, again with an ER. Check out our YouTube page. Uh, you can find that under Connor and Smith. I'll put that in the description link. We're starting to get some stuff up there. Uh, some of Matt's instrumental albums with uh, some images that he's put on them. Quite beautiful. Um, yeah, and just check out all we have to offer there. Um, and we're thinking about what we're going to do for our holiday season. Um, which will be during uh, December, I imagine. Uh, I think we might be watching some holiday movies because um, you guys seem to really like when we watch movies and talk about them. Um, so I think we're going to do that, um, and along with some other things as well. Um, you know, we, we like to mix it up here at the Connor and Smith Show. So uh, tune in Halloween night, 7 p.m. Check your Anchor app, check your Apple podcast app, whatever app you have refresh and at seven we will drop the war of the worlds and enjoy please leave comments please share it with your friends we want to make this a really big bang ending of season two and hope you really enjoy it so as we have said all through season two never stop questioning, questioning. bye everybody bye happy halloween